You're listening to the Bulldog Hour, getting you inside the Wilson football program with weekly game previews, recaps, highlights, and interviews. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Bulldog Hour. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting next to me is my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be here. We've reached that point. Um, you know, not not to skip a skip over a bunch of things, but uh, they uh, they mentioned at the end of, of the scrimmage, it's it's now game week, right? So, yeah, they've completely turned their attention to Central Dolphin, Wilson's Week One opponent. And we're back to a, a normal fall football schedule. Ten games on the docket, starting with non-league games. Central Dolphin up first. Mifflin in week two. But we want to look too far ahead because this is a weekly show. And we'll be able to tackle all of these opponents in due time. But tonight, we still have to hear from our senior players. We haven't gotten to talk to them yet. We haven't broadcast the interviews with them. And that's what we're doing this evening, and we're looking forward to putting that out there so you can get to uh, meet some of these guys, um, you know, that haven't uh, haven't had the chance to uh, speak on their team. You know, they're getting ready to go to battle with guys that they've been playing with for a number of years, and that's one of the big things when we talk to you know big time college players, or you know, we've talked to a few professional you know NFL guys in our time, and they all mention that you know there's obviously advantages and benefits and positives of playing in college and the NFL, but you'll never have the same type of camaraderie and feeling of community as you do in high school. And I want, we want to make sure that we talk to a dozen players. Yeah. So we've got a set of six, a set of five, and then we were able to get one, one one-on-one after the scrimmage because, well, you got to start, you got to talk to the starting quarterback before the season starts. So we wanted to make sure that we got that opportunity in and Justin and I were able to catch up with Brad and we will have that as the, uh, the last interview on the evening. So um, before we move on to the interviews again with the 12 senior bulldog players, we're going to run through our, uh, our housekeeping stuff here and just uh, remind everyone uh, that the Bulldog Hour is presented by May Sandwich Shop and appreciate their sponsorship every year, year over year. But they're not the only one. We also have a few new sponsors, maybe not uh, new overall, but new to the program uh, for this season. And that is Andy Herr back once again and Marty Palm. We appreciate their donations and support of the show as well as uh, three other individuals that prefer to remain anonymous, but we appreciate everything that they all do to do for us to keep this show going, and uh, we're very appreciative of that. And if you would like to help us, there are many ways to do that. Sponsorships, advertising, the in-kind donations, visiting the website, bulldoghour.com, and our favorite here, Justin's in particular. Yeah, like and share. Um you know, and, and that can be online or even talking about it. I know uh, I had some people on Saturday uh, come up and, and just thank me for uh, things that we do on the show. And it's it's always nice to hear that and um, tell other people. Yeah. Yeah. Spread the word. If no one knows what we do here, let them know and how they can, can watch and listen along, catch us after the fact. 
And um, yeah, bulldoghour.com is a great place to uh, check everything out. Yeah, and I just have to laugh because I was I was well a couple things, but one I was thinking I'm like oh man maybe this year we'll get to to meet up with Andy again at at one of our games, um, and then I also I know he's come to West Lawn at least once uh, where we met up after the game, but um, you know we after that when we're away at Hempfield sometimes that that has been a a key one, but um, I know I I met uh, Marty went during the. Uh, alumni flag football game. That's when I got to, yes. I got to meet him. So um, it, it's it's uh, nice to actually be able to put uh, a name with a face, yes, or yes. however you want to say yeah. it. I was going to say a face <laughs> with a name. A actually, no, I wasn't because I was going to say something that didn't make sense, and so I stopped myself and just was talking slow. But that's the way it works, right? <laughs> that is how it works sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so. Uh, hopefully, everyone enjoyed our show last week where we had Mike Drago live with us talking about MikeDragoSports.com. Today is the last day, and actually it might be uh, locked down by now. He had the first three weeks. The site was free for everyone to see and check out, find out what the, the uh, website's going to be about and his coverage. Um, but from this point forward, it is going to be subscription-based, so hopefully everyone has, uh, has hopped on board with uh, Mike's coverage. Uh, he was at the scrimmage on Saturday. He's got a lot of things coming. Just announced that... Former yeah. um, newspaper scribe Jason Garante is going to be covering the uh, Burke soccer season. So we, yeah. we kind of alluded to that in the yeah, past. Yeah, last week he didn't. In, in even off air, he didn't. Uh, he didn't show his cards off off air either w- with regards to that. Not we didn't really press, but um, you know he he mentioned that he had had something that you know might be in the works. We kind of see how it works out. So that's exciting because you know it's already kind of showing that there has to be some kind of demand for it um, in, that is getting back to him. So that's awesome. And, you know, look for look for great coverage there. Um, and it, it's great to have places that we can get uh, really good high school sports, and in this case, high school football and soccer yeah, three, <laughs> uh, coverage. Three weeks in, it's already growing. So that's a good sign. But if you haven't gone on board yet, make sure you do so. Support. Mike Drago sports and he can cover more sports, more teams with the, uh, the right. more people that are out there supporting him. Yeah. If you like the coverage, I, I know it's not, not necessarily for everybody, but if you like the coverage, uh, a subscription is, is a way to kind of show that you, you like what he's putting out there. Absolutely. So not to be outdone on next yeah. week's show, yeah, which will be live Sunday, August 29th at this time, those locations that you should be used to by now, we're going to have another Burks media member, Paul Roberts, who just yeah. lost his own, launched his own website, uh, Burks Sports Report. He's been working on that over the last month, doing a ton of interviews with uh, student athletes. Paul's been on the show a few times over the past year, but we're going to welcome him back on. We're going to recap the Central Dolphin game with him and then preview the game against Governor Mifflin and talk about his sports media venture that he just launched uh, a few days ago. Yeah, I, I took a look. It, it it was it was pretty impressive. Um, yeah, I'm, it's a, it's a, it's an exciting time um, because I know I know people have you know keep an eye on what kind of coverage exists out there for these things. Um, and again, it, maybe in my in my worldview, things get skewed a little bit. Like, but I I mentioned when Mike was on the show last week. The reason I subscribed to the paper ninety. 8% of that (laughs) 
maybe higher. I might just be, I'm trying to be generous for things that like I'm not accounting for on the spot is for the sports coverage, you know, whether that's the local sports coverage or like probably the Penn state sports coverage as well. Like that's what I, that's what I subscribe for. And so, you know, having places where I can get that coverage, um, through Mike and, and Paul, that's two Berks County sports legends there in terms of sports coverage. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's a positive it's thing great. in my yeah, mind. Yeah, it's it's great to have for sure. So I uh, just had the 2021 schedule up there, and believe it or not, we're already steamrolling our way to week four. Heat week over camp open scrimmage against Coatesville done. Central Dolphin on deck. So we are uh, in the thick of things. Pennsylvania high school football season is here, which is absolutely wonderful. But Justin, I don't know if you don't have anything else to say. We're going to roll right into our interviews with the senior players. Sounds good. All right. So up first, we I sat down uh, about 10 days ago with, I believe this first group is with six individuals. And I, I, I will say that we were up in the coach's den. And unfortunately, the air conditioning unit got the best of us. Uh, there's a little bit of a, a hum you're going to hear in this first one. I didn't think it would be as bad as it is, but you can still hear... Uh, me and the players, but I'm sorry, that will be uh, and, <laughs> annoying. And, and we did check it out. To take that, to try and fix it yeah. on this end, take that sound out, it really is yeah. worse. If so, we took the hum out, you wouldn't be able to hear some of the answers. So you're going to have to deal with, unfortunately, the air conditioning hum. For this first set of interviews for about 20 minutes, uh, I did turn the air conditioner off for the second set as I w- looked back and realized that it was much worse than I anticipated. So I apologize for that, but... Uh, we've got about 45 minutes of interviews with 12 senior players coming your way right now. All right, so our first set of player interviews for this season is with these six gentlemen here. Before we get started, I'm going to let you all introduce yourselves. So starting on the left, you can, well, and tell us your positions. John Ramsey, guard, DN. All right, guys. So, um, first off, you know, just let us know how were your off season, you know, spring, summer workouts, and how was team camp? How are things coming together? Feel free to jump in, doesn't matter who starts. Yeah, it's great. I think. Team camp definitely helped us a lot. That's what is like 12 practices that we didn't get last year that we got this year. And you know, the team's really coming together chemistry wise. We're starting to make really big strides. So it's looking good. Spring ball helped a lot too. Last year we didn't get to have spring ball. So that's another two weeks of practice and something like that that helped us a lot. Yeah, a lot more time to prepare this year, which is really going to help us compared to last year with COVID. Sure. So you guys have mentioned and alluded to it now, just on that first question. COVID really impacted everything that happened last year, specifically everything you just mentioned didn't occur. So you didn't get time to mold as a team or get better individually at your positions. Um, what do you think will be the biggest stride this season that you didn't get last year? What, what was the facet of spring ball or camps that you really appreciated getting back this season? Also, a lot more time in the weight room and like during or off season like sled workouts. So it will be a lot better condition this year. 
yeah, it'd be there were no restrictions. So and you can really just play it normal this summer. We didn't have three days last year, so now this year we have three days again. It's gonna give us a lot more time to get better for our positions. So um, many of you have, I know, followed the Wilson program for a long time. You know that there's a strong tradition of uh, you know, one-year starters, seniors that come up and make a huge impact um, just with their last season. It's a, something that happens all the time. You've got players that step up uh, when needed. Who's someone that you think could fit that bill this year? Who's a guy that was under the radar maybe as an underclassman but you think is going to have a huge year as a senior that the fans and community may not know of yet? Yeah, I'll give you two. Um, I got Jack Durning at center for either of the guard positions. He's really doing some great things right now. I'm going to give you I'll say Alex. I'll give you. Yeah, just throw them all out there. Oh, yeah. I forgot he's in the same. Williams, too. Never seen it. You got a lot of those guys just stepping up. They know their role. You know, really, I mean, Memo, I go get some good practice every single day. I can say it makes me that much better. So, him to come on the scene this year is going to be great. So, we got, you said, Dominic Memo, Evan Williams. Uh, Jack Durning, Alex Worley, so uh, four right off the bat, you guys immediately jumped out. Now, did they? Did you start to see this um, transition or explosion of their talents in the spring? That just like all of a sudden uh, it clicked. We, we always we, we've been seeing them since yeah, last year. Since last year, I've seen them go against our starting line and putting up a fight. Really he was fight tearing up well. a team last year. Yeah. So we kind of did so, that like next year. Kind of. So he was our. He was our. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> now, see, the nice thing is all the ones that you just mentioned are all ones that the coaches have mentioned when I ask them the same type of question. So you're all on the same page and seeing all the guys that you ex expect to step up in a big way this season. Um, you know, focusing a little bit more personally now, uh, I know some of you do. I don't know if all of you do, so you can let me know. Do you have aspirations of playing college football? Uh, and then how is recruiting going if you are? Yeah, obviously do you have um, a college in mind that you'd be really interested in or are you just waiting to see um, who, who pops up? Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page as TJ. A lot of kids only played like six, seven games last year, but definitely need a big senior season, but still the focus is just winning 100%. I don't really, I don't really mind. You're not but, sure? Yeah, if I have the opportunity, I'll definitely take it, but much, I'm just like in the middle. Um, sure, yeah. You know, kind of just the same with them. I don't really, if I had the opportunity, I would. just depends on how good I would do this year, and if I had the chance, I would play college. Yeah. If, if I had the opportunity, of course, I'll take it, but we'll see how it's just okay. the same thing as then, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, if it pops up, you you know, you might jump at the opportunity, but you're not, you're undecided right now just focus on your senior year so if you all end up going to to college not focused on football now the usually the community really likes to know what you guys are interested in outside of football so do you have a field of study you all are going to pursue whether it's at a technical school or college whatever is there something you're focused on uh, I like really okay okay I'm in a marketing so I'm doing it Legacy Logistics. Okay. Uh, 
I'm kind of undecided, but I'm into like business, uh, business administration. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of undecided too. I don't really know either. I gotta figure out. All right. Uh, I have an internship with Remax, the realty company. Okay. But I like business as well and finance. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what I'm gonna do, but I'm definitely interested in business, major in college. Okay. All right. A lot of. Realty and, and business marketing, you guys are all very similar, similarly grouped. Um, having gotten all that extra practice time, both as a team, individually, weightlifting, spring ball, team camp, is there something specific in your game that you've noticed you've made the biggest strides over the last year? Uh, you know, whether it's on the field technique or if it's off the, off the field, you know, the strength testing, is there something specific you can point to and say, I'm better at this right now than I was a year ago? Yeah, yeah, just what did you individually do you think you're better at now than in 2020? I was like a lot skinnier last year. I put on a good amount of weight last Friday. Okay, strength and bulk? Yeah, I put in about like 10 pounds, so I'm sitting like 230 pounds right now. And um, but the biggest thing I would say is just the confidence when I'm playing, like making leads, a linebacker. And I got to give a little shout out to all the coaches. I mean, just working with them in the offseason, getting that time definitely helped me. And uh, my trainer, Daryl Daniel. Troy got hurt a couple games and we had to fill positions we didn't know as much as we do now. Like, I think that's really good. You have to agree with that. I want to say I got a lot smarter and I know what I'm doing with the coverages more and just more understanding the game and like kind of why things happen on the field. So that really helps me out. Okay, piggybacking on that last question and before we move into like the team goals, do you have an individual goal that you all would like to hit? You know. Um, receptions, tackles, you know, something like that, or maybe something I'm not thinking of. Is there something that you're like, this is what I would like to achieve? Why don't you, Josh, why don't we start with you this time? Well, no, no, nothing really individually. I just want to win, no matter what. If I play a lot, if I don't play much, I just want to win. I agree with him. I just want to win, but if I get some picks in there, I'll take <laughs> I want to win, too. I want to get some sacks, uh, some quarterback hurries. Yeah, I want to the same thing. Chaos in the backfield. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wins. That's all that matters, right? All right. Um, so every year, you know, we talked about the maybe the under the radar players that could step up. You gave me a few names. How about you give me a few names that who have become like the vocal leaders? Who's keeping this team together? And getting them hyped, ready to go each week. Who do you think that's going to be, and who's who's presented themselves already in the off season? John, definitely John. Yeah, yeah John Jerry's. Jaden too. Yeah, Jaden. Brad. Brad. Those guys, those guys definitely bring the team 
looking towards the, the schedule now, the teams that you're going to play, do you have a most anticipated game of this year? You know, you, you see it from a personal level on the field. Uh, you might have a team that gave you a run for your money last year, or maybe they were a little chirpy at camp or something, and you're ready to play them. Um, and if you give me Mifflin, I want to hear what uh, your second choice would be then. Game one, Central Game Dolphins. One, yeah. Well, you guys didn't get to play them last year, so you know it's been now a two-year waiting for for you to get to tackle them, uh, take them on again. And the Rams are always a huge, huge test uh, week one. Yeah, I mean it's incredible. I'm sure the coaches have talked to you, and you've been able to see on the schedule those first five non-league games are. You're going to be battle tested by the time the league schedule rolls around, and I think you know you'll all be better for it to go through the attrition at the beginning of the year, go against some of the biggest and best teams you could see all season before the league schedule starts. So Central Dolphin Mifflin is a heck of a one-two punch to begin the season. Township too. <laughs> and you get to bring up Township at the end, right? Yeah. That's all. That's always the biggest one. It's the biggest league game for the last you know five six years now. Um, you know, John mentioned fifteen and zero. That's the ultimate team goal for 2021. You want, you want to just win. Every game you're out there, you want to win. Uh, what other team goals do you have that may or may not relate to wins and losses? Usually everyone, like, gains something from the season. And, like, whatever that is, like, we all just want to go out of here knowing, like, you're a better player and a better person. I mean, if we can all just come together like that, I think we can all learn some lessons from this year. Whatever it is, obviously, Right. Get that W each and every week. We talked about the, 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 the senior players stepping up, some of those names. Now, feel free to give me any, doesn't matter what, what grade level, anywhere, who are going to be the big-time players that pop this season that, you know, the, the, the typical fan is going to hear from. Jack Denton. Cam Jones. Cam uh, no, I said it can be any oh, level. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to focus. This is, you know, I'm talking to you as a senior, so you know you guys have an inherent leadership amongst you. But who pops among your class or, or the guys that are coming up behind you as being the big time playmakers and people that are gonna make some noise? You are Brandon Hopp. Who's Jack? Jones Jackson. Yeah, Brandon Hopp. Jones Brothers, I think you said. Jones Brothers, yeah. Mackay Cooper. Uh, now he's a new face, right? Yeah, he's a new yeah, face, yeah. yeah. My returns of kicks for Eric Jackson. Yeah, we'll get to talk to Eric in a little bit. So, do you? Um, are those some of the guys that you? I don't want to say look up to because they're your your teammates, but they're are those the guys that kind of make you stop and go, "How did he do that?" Kind of thing. Like they're oh, that. Definitely Cam. Definitely Cam. Tackle a little shit and use strong or any type of battle. You can tackle anyone. There's no passing. Change just can't be. Like, you need to gain tackle. Try to tackle your arms. One guy's not going to do it, huh? So, you know, you're ending your senior year. It's your last season to uh, lace up for Wilson football. Um, some of you have been in the program longer than others, starting way back in, you know, Van Reed, Lincoln Park days and working your way up through. But, so far, what could you say is your favorite Wilson football memory? Any, any level, anything, it doesn't matter. 
feel free to jump in. It can be a game, you know, something specific. Township last year, yeah, that's a pretty good one. I just think the whole environment of the game, like, it was awesome. It was just like coming in, underestimated, did it. Yeah, that was definitely some great memories sophomore year, too. Even though we didn't play that much, a lot of us, but still was being with that. Well, it kind of gets you acquainted with the overall feel of the program. You put in the work all summer long, but you never saw it from a player perspective up until that moment. You probably watched from the stands when you were younger, but until you're on the sidelines under the lights and with the crowd here, it's tough. And unfortunately, you guys didn't get that last year, which kind of makes that township game even more unique. You know, the coaches, all the coaches I talked to already talked about how incredible that township game was last year. And obviously, you all feel the same. And the coaches gave all of you, the seniors last year, and now you guys this year that, that were part of that team, um, mad props for going into that game and doing what you did. So I understand why that probably stands out to you and will always be a, a huge memory for you guys. So this is a question I ask every year, and usually as soon as I ask it, everyone just kind of laughs. But uh, what's it like to play for Coach Doms? <laughs> Fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fun. We know he's a legend. We're just so about why we play. It's, it's fun, but you better know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't play. He doesn't play any type of games whatsoever. <laughs> but it's right, though, because he knows what it takes to win. So he's really a great coach. Just goes through every day. He always knows what to say. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of accountability, but great motivator and he, he's garnered that respect because he knows what he's talking about. And I think uh, I think you guys all understand that completely. Do you guys have any, this could be specific individual or maybe as a, as a unit or a team, do you have uh, superstitions or routines you have to go through the day of a game leading up to a game? Is there something that has to be done that um, if you don't do it, it'll just throw you off for the rest of the day? Have to eat two chicken sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really got a routine. I just, I just get up and Focused. Music. The calming music. Okay. Yeah. Usually it's the other yeah. way around. Yeah. Sometimes I like to walk around, pace around a little bit. Okay. Yeah, maybe like sit in the bleachers before the game. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Take some laps around the track. Walking. <laughs> so you guys I'm not gassing myself. <laughs> right 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 it's all more of a soothing relaxing preparation mode so no one has any weird stuff well you mentioned food so you got the food thing in there uh yes sometimes me and uh jack denbo or some other one that practice can okay yeah yeah does that do any of your teammates have anything that you're like wow that is an interesting way to get ready for a game Oh, Cappy, when you put the... Oh, yeah. Do you guys have, what, when you were growing up, especially if you were around here, when you're you're a young guy playing, um, you know, Lincoln Park, Van Reed, whatever level you want to talk about, and you possibly came to the stadium, was there a high school player you remember watching and thinking, man, I would love to uh, play like him someday. Is there someone growing up from years past that you remember the name being called on Friday nights? I'll say Iggy. 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 Crazy on the field. Oh yeah. You want to do that? Or, I still, I still like, do you remember Junior Joseph? Yeah, Junior. Junior. Yeah. 
remember, I think it was the district championship game. Yeah, that was that was junior senior year. Yeah. What's that? Shane. Yeah. I was not really around. Yeah. All the guys. Okay, a few years ago. Yeah. Well, and those are those are definitely some big names that you had got to watch while growing up. Uh, junior and Shane, Iggy. Um, yeah, big some big time players, big time ball players. How about just to get to know you guys a little bit more off the field? Do you have favorite uh, college or pro football teams? Do you like to watch football outside of playing high school football? And do you like uh, specific college and pro teams? Penn State. Penn State. Penn State. Penn State. Ravens. 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 I was hoping. I figured you were going to give me a Cowboys answer. So. Like I'm not really. I'm not really expecting anything this year. No. So, so well, I'm glad to hear, and Coach Raffoff would be as well to hear the Penn State, because uh, both of us are huge Penn State fans. Uh, does the uh, do you guys give each other a lot of trouble when it comes to college or pro team uh, fan favorites, especially with Eagles fans and Cowboys fans intermixed? Oh, Cowboys yeah. and Eagles, you won't hear the end of it. Yeah. Now, have you always been a Cowboys fan? I've been a Cowboys yeah. fan. Yeah. So you get to talk with your positional coach a lot about the Cowboys, I assume, then. Oh, no, not No? I, I just talk about them every time we beat the Eagles. Yeah. I just like to talk. <laughs> well, the Wolvers are big Cowboys fans, Ryan. Uh, I know him. He told me about it. I remember he told me about it. <laughs> Uh, let's see. How about, how about play? You know, we talked about the high school players. You mentioned a few. Is there an NFL player that uh, same 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 type of question? Is there an NFL player that you like watching play Obviously. or play in the past? Obviously, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Yes. Well, yeah, that would be a good one to emulate as a defensive tackle. Yes. Yeah, big time player, superstar. And, Bosa brothers. Bosa's. Oh, I forgot, I forgot about them. And Trent. User technique so well. And Trent oh, Williams attack. Chase Young. Chase Young. Chase Young. Trent Williams. Tackle, but he just, uh, he's a dude. Chase Young. Probably one of my favorite players. Okay. I don't even think the uh, Metro show. Not really. Uh, so. Alright, you guys. You got anything? Anyone that jumps out? I like Greg Ward. On the Greg Ward. Okay, there's a deep cut for you. Jalen Mills. I said me like Darius Slay too because I watched him okay. a lot. Yep. I like to watch Tom Brady. You're done. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> what about Lamar? And, and Lamar Jackson? Well, yeah, I would think if you're telling me Ravens, Lamar Jackson's got to be up there too. <laughs> All right. So then, probably my last question for you here, and we'll get wrapped up, is just what do you each want to tell your uh, fans in the Wilson community now that they can come? We think back to watch you this year. You know, what can they expect from from you guys on the field? Win. Yeah, Dubs. <laughs> Dominating the line scrimmage. Just, just come out and take advantage of what we can do this year. Have you guys out. Just put on a show. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. A lot of great games in uh, in Gursky this year, and we hopefully uh, 
we'll get to uh, watch you guys get some of those victories on Friday nights here and uh, and afar, and we get a 10-plus game season in this, seat, this year. Yeah. All right, well, thanks, guys, for joining me for the start of these player interviews, and best of luck this season. Hopefully I can talk to many of you after uh, your wins this Friday in the fall. Thank you. All right. So that was our first set of interviews with the senior players, six of them right there. And again, I apologize for the uh, the air conditioning hum. That'll be rectified here in the second set. We got five more player interviews coming your way. But, you know, Justin, they, they uh, I think they very much focus on what the coaches tell them because and I appreciate it as a coach and a former player. You don't want to look ahead, but the fans and us want to hear them talk about a whole bunch of topics and opponents and players, but they're very by the book, and uh, and I, well, I have appreciation for that. Right, and and it's it's better that you and I, like, you know, off air or, like, you know, on the drive to away games or something, we'll go through and be like, well, if this happens and then this happens and this happens, because... We don't we don't need to have that same level of focus <laughs> right now. The game. Like no. they need to focus on the next thing. Right. And it's good to hear that that message is getting home. Yeah, one and, game at a time. Right. They were focused on Central Dolphin as it should be. So um, Leave yeah. leave that all that scenario stuff to let, let, to, uh, to, let us worry about that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem for Justin. <laughs> all right. So here's our second set of player interviews. Another five seniors coming your way right now. All right, for the second session of senior player interviews, I'm joined by five more players. First up, give me your name and the positions you play. My name is Kyle Hathler. I play left tackle. My name is Eric Jackson. I play wide receiver and defensive back. Jaden Jones, running back and linebacker. Sean Dundell, wide receiver, outside linebacker. Gavin Miner, running back and linebacker. All right, guys, so first up, let's off, look at the offseason. How was it to get back to Springfield's summer sessions team after missing everything last year? I thought having camp last year was like a pretty big loss, so I think that's a big like step forward in our favor. Because last year the team that we had, we they didn't get to get all those practice, all those reps, and we did, and I feel like they're better as a team. Yeah, I think camp was huge, especially as a receiver. Working with, working with the quarterbacks, receivers, reps, I think that was huge for us. Yeah, that's what jumped out to the first group and the coaches too was saying how important it was to have the off season from Sprills through through uh. We see team camp. That'd be something that everyone focused on. Uh, what can you tell me thinking back to last year, 2020, and the the way it went down without having fans in the stands and the impacts of not being able to work together? Uh, you know, what what do you remember about 2020 and the the, the impacts? It was just weird. It was just really weird. It felt it didn't feel like an actual like high school season. I mean, just walk out on Friday night and not see like a stadium packed like that. I mean, it's not like like I don't know, it's just like 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 that's something you want to see. Right. Like, you want to walk out to a big man across, and like it like throughout the game when they're cheering you on, like that gets you going, like stuff like that, like that gets the whole team going, momentum. Definitely. So. Yeah, we had to really like build off each other, each yeah. other's energy, and make us up, everybody better. Yeah. There was nobody. Yeah, well, I think we saw that firsthand. Thankfully, most of your games were broadcast so that people could watch from home. But relying on each other, we saw that in a big way. And township last year on the road against a team uh, has given Wilson a run over the last few years. And being down so many you know, key players, you relied on each other, and it kind of came through in a big way. So Wilson has a 
really strong tradition of having uh, seniors step up and become starters maybe for the first time uh, on the varsity crew. Uh, there are a few guys on your team and your graduating class that you think maybe we didn't know much about last year but could step up in a big way this season? I think Evan Williams, he's going to have a breakout year. He's fast, has good hands, runs good routes, he knows the playbook, and he works hard. Okay. Uh, Alex Worley uh, came in at left guard. Um, he's been coming the first team, taking us with that. And I think he really took a step forward in the game. Okay. From last year, for sure. Sure. Dominic Mello. Memo? Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. That's a big one. That's a big one. Everyone's been, you know, I talked to the coaches last week, and all the guys you mentioned, the same ones that were mentioned by the first group of players, but also all the coaches last week, too. And everyone really is excited for, for what Memo can bring to the table this year. So that's exciting. That, that's good to hear about some of the guys that we think could have a breakout season for the Bulldogs. Talk about um, your future with us for a little bit. Do you have aspirations to play college football? If you do, how's recruiting going? Uh, just you know, just let us know if you want to keep playing after high school. <laughs> Go ahead. So uh, I'm not really looking to play football in college. Okay. I'm more looking to play lacrosse. Lacrosse. Okay. That's me too. I'm looking to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to college to play football. Now, how's recruiting going? How's that process for you? Yeah, it's definitely a. It's a blessing to be in it, obviously. Not a lot of kids can say that, but it was difficult with COVID in the dead period and not being able to experience college. Visiting, visiting college and taking that experience on for him, but definitely when I did get the chance, I took it all on there. It has been a blessing ever since. Um, I'll probably try to get a scholarship for track. Okay. Football. I have to like really try hard this season if I really want to play football at the next level. Do you, do you want to play it, if, oh, or, yeah, or are you focused more on track? No, I would love to play You would love to play football, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I probably won't play uh, football at the next level. I'm probably looking to go to trade school or something after high school. Okay. Well, that, that's, that's a great segue, Kyle, because then my next question is, what are you interested in learning? Um, you know, what discipline you want to go into, a field of study, you know, or trade school? Like, what do you want to focus on? Yeah, so HVAC is a big thing for me. Okay. Uh, my uncle, he, uh, he owns his own company. And like I've just always been interested in like that kind of stuff, like just being like handy with it and stuff. Sure. And I mean, going to trade school is a great option. It's yeah, absolutely. Down that road, I mean, it's probably the best thing you could do. So, oh, I take that and I shoot off from there. But, so. All right, Eric, do you have a, something you're interested in? You maybe I'll, pursue? I'll probably go into like business management. Business management, it's okay. Like easy, and like you learn a lot from it. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm in the business side, salary, sports side. Okay. Sure. Business marketing. That's what I'm like. Education. Education. Okay. Well, you guys in the middle, you got three business people. I think four of the six from the previous sessions business. So, very, very similar interests. So that, that's good. Um, any schools you're looking at right now? You know, you talked about, you guys talked about lacrosse, track, football. Is there any school that jumps up to the top of your list uh, right now, or are you still waiting to see how things go? I'm still waiting to see really how things go, but probably um, Cabrini type of us. Okay. Um, I have a few schools right now. Um, Probably Eastern University, Misericordia, Millbury, Stockton, Arcadia. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's other schools that I'm interested in. I'm interested in but probably some of the season will be out. I'll play some later. Okay. I don't have anything, so whatever comes my way, I'll take it. But okay. Pretty much the same. You, you, yeah, you got it. We got it. Okay. Um, so looking...
at yourself now versus the 2020 version of you, what do you think you've gotten better at um, football-wise, uh, on the field, off the field, you know, a specific technique or fundamental uh, strength? Like, w what are you better at right now than you were a year ago? The mental part of the game, I feel like. Um, like, last year I was a junior, and I stepped in. I started at right guard. And um, you definitely have to change the mind. Like, it's, it's so different compared to, like, when your first game, like, and, like, mental stuff with, like, certain steps to take while blocking a defender. Like, the little stuff, like, the little stuff that, like, makes you a better player is what I feel like I got better at from last year. Yeah, over the whole year I've been working on footwork, you know, mental reps, like, knowing what I have to do, even when I'm not even playing. And, like, seeing other people do it and, like, lead as example, try to help everybody else. Yeah, definitely the mental part of the game has slowed down for me as a... For me, getting bigger, I jumped up from 185 to like 205 this past year after the, after my junior year, and I'm also like mental game, like learning to read defense as a receiver, like learning what coverage and corners in, and just playing leverage. I definitely said the mental part of the game too, just learning both sides of the ball and what to do. Good. How about? looking at it from your perspective of everyone always talks about the team goals and they're the most important and we'll get to that but how about do you have anything on your checklist that you want to accomplish you know receptions tackles like there's something like i'd really like to hit this uh, benchmark gavin why don't we have you go first uh i mean i just well i want to do the best i can because if i do that if i know i'm doing the best i can i know it's going to help my team in any way so if that's being leading tackler then that's being leading tackler Personally, I don't really care about my stats. I just want to catch every ball that's thrown to me, block block for the running backs out wide, and then do whatever I got to do on defense now. Yeah, same so team first, obviously, but I do have personal growth that I want to myself at the, throughout the season and at the end of the season as well. I really just want to see Wilson win. Like, I just want to go all the way on everything. Yeah, I want to go all the way. If we go out, at least we when I'm giving 100%, if we don't, you know, our goal is to go all the way, do anything we can possibly to get there. Yeah, well, it sounds like the coaches have that, have you all grounded, willing to sacrifice for your own gain so that the team has success on the field. Who are our leaders of the team this year? You know, every time there's a graduating class moving on and another group of seniors step up and you're all a part of that class, uh, who are your, your vocal leaders, the people that are going to get this team, hold the team together or get them hyped up on game day? Who jumps out to you? I would say John. John and Jaden. Pretty much everyone. John, Jaden, Brad. Brad. Okay. Yeah. I'd say those guys. They're definitely bigger. But the loudest voices. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And then I'd like to set the tempo. It just, it is good for a team. Sorry about what I'm telling you. Probably each other kind of for being able to do stuff. Everybody can be up there in their own sense. Yeah, your teammates in the first group said the exact same thing. It was uh, John, Jaden, and Brad were the three that stood out. But they said how your class is very close. Um, so it's good, good to see, good to hear. What's your most anticipated game? There's, you know, you got ten, hopefully we get 10 games like last year. Um, we all know that Mifflin's always a big one. Mifflin's the one you're most looking forward to. What is your second most anticipated game this year? Definitely Central Dolphin. Central, yeah, Dolphin. Central Dolphin, or, and then later in the season, Manhunt. Central Dolphin for sure. Say Central Dolphin will start the start of the year, season mm -hmm. for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah, they're coming back for a yeah, not being able to get some last year and then you in back in 2019. Um, 
it's quite the way to kick off the season. A team like Central Dolphin, which in the bookend with Township, that you, know, you guys are all on the same page. Those are the ones that jumped out to the first group as well, uh, focused on that first game of the year and against a, a, an extremely talented uh, team from Central Dolphin. What are your team goals for 2021? And not even necessarily focus just on, on the number of wins and, and teams. Is there something else you want um, the team do this year? Better week after week. That's good. For sure. Have each other's backs no matter what. Together, everything we do, we do it together. See the younger kids, watch what the seniors do or the upperclassmen do. I see the young kids get mirror off of that, watch them get better. And like, as the scout team gets better and better each week, it gets better. Like, getting them in the game as much as possible as well. We talked about the two B seniors, the other players in your class that could have a breakout year. How about some of uh, the underclassmen? Uh, who should the fans in the community be excited to watch this fall? Um, Cam. Cam Harris. <laughs> Cam. Uh, and uh, yeah. he's, I think he's actually a sophomore. He is a sophomore. He's a yeah. rising sophomore. Oh, okay. I should watch out for him. Yeah. Yeah. People that don't get enough attention up front of the line. Uh, they're both very sort of Jack Daniel and Lozan and Curry. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but definitely them two. Obviously, the line a lot of attention. Them two should be coming up for it. They come. Working hard. Under their spot. Manny and Farrell about to step up big, too. Yeah. Yeah, Whitesell. Who of those on your team um, to makes you kind of stop and be staring at me. Like, how did he just do that? Like, who's the person that goes, like, I can't believe that someone was able to accomplish that. Games are down to play. A lot of stuff he does. I I'll say type. Okay. He's always there doing something crazy. And he'll do it with ease. He looked that and like, it's easy for him. But it would be so challenging for any of us. Memo too. I thought he was taking those offensive reps in the he blows up some plays, and you're just like, how yeah, do you get? So far, uh, what's your Wilson football memory? Uh, it, it can go back to you know Lincoln Park, Van Reed, yeah. all the way up to now. What what stands out to you? What's a big, big Wilson memory that you have playing for the program? Definitely being with my sophomore year. Okay. Definitely, and I was, I was. Big one in Shillington. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Just being a sophomore coming up for the first? No, I was the second game, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, big rivalry win on the road. I would say, like, seeing all, like, the like the seniors that usually don't play, like, previously, like, going in, like, when nobody thought they, they would go in. That was, like, great to see, like, coaches actually, like, aren't just throwing people in just to, like, laugh at them. Mm-hmm. You don't think about it. All right. really about you. Yeah, you're, you're relatively new comparatively. This was my sophomore year, and then junior year, when we were in that trick playing, Cormie threw me a touchdown. That was probably, that yeah. was cool. I'll never forget that. Since. Yeah, that was an incredible play. That was really fun to watch. So. I gotta say, definitely that Manheim Township game last year. Yeah, that was the one of the first oh, yeah, group, definitely. Was everything was just felt like it was in slow mo, and everything was just so electric. Everything we did, we did it with 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that one definitely sticks out for, for many reasons. It's a focal point of uh, the first group and the coaches last week when I talked to them, the, the accomplishments of going on the road to, to beat Township and the, the fashion that you did being handcuffed and you know, during all this COVID-related stuff. Uh, yeah, it was an, an, incredible, an incredible moment that won't be forgotten anytime soon. What's it like to play for Coach Dobson? <laughs> <laughs> <Eric Lepper. laughs> He's an old head. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he's, he's 
a clown. Dom's is a clown. He always has crazy stories that nobody believes, but he, like, they have to believe it. Yeah, they can't be true. Not all of the stories are true. <laughs> I, always have, I don't no believe way. any of them. I was on the team dinners on Thursdays. He always give us, like, some crazy, like, 15-minute long speech, and I'm like, how's he gone on? He, he says he tells a new story every single Thursday, and like, he's been doing this for a long time, so I don't really know how he has a new story every single Thursday. He just head on the rock, like, three times and keeps yeah, going. Yeah, that, that canoe, that canoe story didn't make any sense. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have, and uh, this could be you personally, maybe your, your unit or um, the, the team in general, do you have any pre-game superstitions or routines, something you got to do before you head out the field? Got his own man. That bag feels hard before game. Yeah, you got uh, you got to that music that makes you just like calm down. Whoever's in front of me. Sorry, word of mouth. You got a food. You got a snack. Yeah, sorry, yeah. word of mouth. How long have you been doing that for? Freshman year. Okay. I wear the same undershirt. Same undershirt. Okay. That's, that's I wash it. I wash it after. No, you gotta let it get real rank and just no, you know, I, just I, keep I, it going. Same undershirt. Yeah, I listen. To, I gotta listen to that music to calm me down. What song? Oh, wow. What song? What song though? Right, yeah, anything by Rod Wave. Give me Rod Wave. Oh, let's do it before a game. And I'm ready to go. Oh, that Rod Wave do hit. Uh, did you guys have any uh, favorite players growing up? If you, you know, I know you moved here. You know what? Just right. a few years yeah, ago, yeah. So you maybe didn't have the exposure here at Wilson, but how about you other guys? You know, if you grew up in the program, is there someone you remember watching on Friday nights that you're just like, man, I'd love to be able to uh, play like that someday? Iggy, Shane Dansworth, Sean Howard's all uh, Twyford. There's so many Twyford. I so remember many. watching Twyford and just wanted to be like him. When I, grew up. <laughs> I swear, he was, he was a dog. And now he's coaching. Yeah. 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 Just because he's a small guy just like me. So the running backs jumped out to you, Kyle. You you like watching the running backs. Yeah, I remember like, I think there was a game in Harrisburg and then a couple of years ago. Easy and I remember I was just like, I just this kid is just crazy. I mean Yeah. Some of the stuff that I think that are just uh, long success at the position. Because I remember growing when I was growing up, I could just name those 90s running backs that you got to watch, and that you're talking about the ones from mm. 2010s, and it just continues to grow. Do you have favorite uh, NFL or college teams that you like to watch on Steelers. Saturdays and Sundays? Oh. Yeah, you know, either one, college, yeah, pro. Steelers, probably on Sundays. Mm. Steelers, okay. Steelers. <laughs> college, I really watch anything. Anything on college? Steelers on Sundays. Eric, you could anyone jump out and you fan of anyone? <laughs> I watch the Steelers, but like. Oh my god! Ew. <laughs> what team do you like? Yeah, Eagles. 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 Eagles.
we live closer to Philly than we do to Pittsburgh. Yeah, you gotta like the Eagles. Gotta like the Eagles. Just wait till Sean. Oh yeah, you don't even need to say. I grew up. I grew up watching the Chiefs my whole life. They think I'm all bandwagons because they're. Ah, okay. I got. I got. I don't. I'm not a bandwagon. I grew up watching Oklahoma. So I'm a huge fan. Okay. Is that. Who's having the whole? Definitely. And any college team stands out to any of you that you like to watch? Just kind of like watch whatever. Penn State. Okay. Any college. Yes. How about then? How about then? College pro players that you know, it's kind of similar to the high school one, maybe when you were younger that you're watching growing up, or what that you like to watch now. Who, who on Saturdays and Sundays do you really enjoy uh, enjoy watching play football? I said, what's KJ Hamler? KJ. Oh my God. Julio, I remember. I Julio, okay. Went to one game and he had he had a kick return during the whiteout game. And it was, I just like to remember. Smith too. He's you know, at Alabama. Yeah. I'm excited to see what he does this year. Okay. Yeah. I think then my, let's wrap it up. Last question. Just what do you want to say to the you know the fans of the Wilson community as they can hopefully come back and watch you guys play on the field this year? You know, what's your message to the season gets ready to start? You like to hit. Come on. Like hit it. Don't be loud when you be loud when you get there. Yeah. Be loud. Big crowds. You Let them know that you're here. All right. Well, guys, thanks for stopping by and talking to us. Thank you. We we'll look forward to watching you Fridays in just a few weeks, and hopefully following victories, I can track you down and interview you then again. Of course. All right. All right. So that was, uh, let's see, what, 7, 8, 9, 10, and 11 of our, of our player interviews. And we appreciate those guys talking with us. It was a... Uh, it was uh, good, much better sound quality with the air conditioning unit turned off. Of course, during that like 20 minutes that I talked to him, the temperature went up by like five degrees <laughs> after turning it off. So I was happy about it for one reason, but a little disappointed. Uh, but got to leave then and get out of there and then go outside where it was like 95 degrees. Right, so, exactly. You know, uh, but appreciate those guys talking to me. Um, good answers. My, I think my favorite question to ask the senior players is what's it like to play for Coach Doms? Because I played for Coach Doms, but not as head coach. So he didn't get to give the speeches when I was playing. And now he gets to give the speeches. And you heard them talk about he's always got some story about a guy in a jungle or something <laughs> like that. That was my favorite. I love that response. And the players' reactions to that question is always so much fun. But, um, yeah, you know, they talked about at the end, you know, the message to the fans or community. They're excited to have you all back out there to watch them. But they also mentioned that they, you know, they like to hit and well, we got to see that in the scrimmage and we're going to take a look at the scrimmage and preview the central dolphin game here in just a couple minutes. But first we have to, uh, well, we have to hear it from the Wilson quarterback. Yep. We didn't uh, get to catch up with him in the group interviews, but Justin and I tracked them down after the scrimmage against Coatesville yesterday and just have a couple minutes spent here with Brad, Hoffman. All right, so we're here post game of Wilson's first and only scrimmage this year. Bulldogs took on Coatesville. It was a very good game. We'll talk about that more on the show this evening. But here, I wanted to make sure we got to talk with Wilson's QB1 this season, <laughs> Mr. Brad Hoffman. Brad, thanks for joining us. Yep, I'm glad to be here. 
So now, Brad, take us through uh, when did you get to the Wilson School District and what was your first experience with the football team last spring? So I transferred, I started here in April and I got into uh, just off-season workouts with the team, with the wide receivers throwing in the gym. And, uh, you know, just being in the gym, I knew some, I knew early that we were going to have something special just with, you know, my wideout group. You know, I think I have the best wideouts in the state. And uh, we, luckily, uh, everything went well, transitioned into spring ball. You know, the team meshed pretty well. And then throughout summer workouts, you know, we really came together. And now we got a game in a week, so I'm excited to see how that turns out. What's been the biggest change or adjustment for you personally moving from you know, the Burks Catholic offensive system to the Wilson offensive system? Well, obviously, more plays to learn, more concepts to learn, more things to pick up on. I think uh, the main thing for me, what was hardest to learn was uh, hand signals. But I got it down now, so I think, you know, Come Friday, we're gonna be all, we're gonna be good. All right, and, uh, you guys looked really strong out on the field today. It was great to see finally get to see some some hitting action from yeah. you. You don't seem to shy away from yeah. contact. I know you played some linebacker before, but I don't think we're gonna get to see that on Gursky Friday yeah. night. But uh, if you could, would you get out there on the defensive side? Well, I'm a team player, so wherever I gotta go, I'm gonna play. But I don't think Coach wants me on defense at all. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you like to run the, your R, the RPOs, the reads? Do you like to take the ball and run with it? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm gonna make the right read every time. You know, if I, depending on what the defense is giving me, that's what I'm gonna do. But uh, you know, running the ball, I like running the ball. So. <laughs> if I get the chance. I well, mean, I know you're going to get the opportunities, yeah. and I know you have the utmost confidence in Jaden and Goose in the backfield. We saw you get to pull it a few times tonight and, and, and run the ball. Um, a spectacular play, that leap. Did you realize you weren't allowed to do that? Um, I did know I'm not allowed to <laughs> My friend last year did it, and I realized it was a penalty, but uh, it was just one of those things. Just in -game, instincts, it's just right? Instincts. Yeah. Like, not he's going low at my knees so i'm just gonna go over him. yeah i immediately text this guy here filming for me i was like i didn't even realize that was a penalty at the yeah. high school level and he's like yeah i think it changed a few years ago but it was awesome to watch even if it ended up uh ended yeah. up with some laundry on the field but that's all good <laughs> everything looked good uh, how'd you feel in the first live action against someone other than your teammates i felt great you know it was good to get out here with my guys but uh i think <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, the main thing for us today was just getting that those reps, another team, pairing for C because you know CD's a good team. They're ranked, they're ranked pretty high in the state, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, they're quite the program. You got them up in week one. I know you guys already moved on to preparing for the Rams, but I don't want to hold you up anymore. I know you want to meet with family, friends, and grab some food yeah. in the shower before you hit the film yeah. for the Rams in week one. So, Brad, thanks so much for stopping and talking yeah. to us. Best of luck this season, and Thank hopefully you. we can talk to you after a few wins this year. Yep, thanks for having me. All right, so it was good to grab Wilson's starting quarterback, Brad Hoffman, and we'll clear this up right now because Justin said he, someone already asked him. No, he's not wearing seven. On the field come Friday nights. During the scrimmages, the players mix up their, their jersey numbers a bit. Obviously, Wilson's number seven, along with a couple other numbers, are retired. And though Brad will be wearing, I believe, number 10 uh, come Friday night. But, yeah, I'm glad we got to talk to Brad. I, I definitely want to ask him about that play where he had the, the cool leap. I mean, everyone on the field was just, you know, in awe. It was such a, such a fun play. And I, you know, it's like you heard me in the video. I didn't realize that was a penalty, but... His answer makes a lot of sense. If you've got a guy going low, kind of instincts take over, and I'm going to try to leap over him, you know, so he doesn't take out my legs. But right. I guess uh, they try to, I, they're trying to make things safer, but is that making them safer? I don't know. But yeah. 
yeah, so it was a lot of fun. The scrimmage yesterday, I thought things went went really well. I thought, you know, the the team came to play. It was fun to watch the JVs in the beginning. They went toe to toe with Coatesville. Couple of nice plays. Um, it, it was fun to see the young guys get out there, and then the, you know, the the ten and tens with the varsity. A lot of lot of substitutions back and forth. It was pretty even. But then the, the game situation came along and, you know, the, the intensity gets amped up. And I think uh, I, don't, I, I thought it went really well. I, there, I don't think there were a ton of negatives from my vantage point. A few things here and there. But we got to see a, a rotation of guys. And I thought everyone had a pretty solid day. There weren't a lot of penalties on Wilson, which is always good. <laughs> always good yeah. to see. And I thought the offense moved the ball well for the most part, and the defense held a very dynamic Coatesville offense in check, at least when it was you knew it was the two B starters going against the two B starters. Yeah, um, you know, I, there were plenty of positives to build on there, and you know, I think like like we mentioned, um, there there are some of those things that uh, there there'll still be plenty to work on. You know, for as as they move forward and get ready for uh, Central Dolphin and, and the season, but it was, you know, it it wasn't like there weren't like a ton of glaring mistakes. Again, to to me, like not knowing, you know, play calls or what what they're supposed to be doing there, you know, things like that. So there are guy in this camera. <laughs> I swear, oh jeez. <laughs> This is what happens. This guy needs to this be replaced. That, this is that end this zone. This guy needs this to be replaced. Um, but yeah, so sure, like, blame it on the end zone. So, camera. so it sure. goes, and they, you know, like there's certainly things to, to, that they need to work on yet. Um, but you're going to have that. It's it's a preseason scrimmage, uh, but you hope that you'll be able to get those things sorted out this week. And yeah, you know, there'll be fewer things after next week and fewer things that we could, you know, if you can keep building, especially at this point in the year. Um, and we talk about this a lot and we're going to be talking about it even more in a few minutes, but like the, the way the schedule goes in, in the beginning of the year, you're going to find out real quick <laughs> where you kind of stand, yeah, but that's for sure. But independent of that, you know, you're unlike last year, you're not going to be like, you know, one one game or two games even isn't necessarily going to determine your season. Right. You know, um, so that that's a big difference this year. Again, you know, this is hopefully back to more like what it what it had been, and so you you got to progress and and build through those weeks and hit hopefully you know league play in you know another month or so at a little bit better than, than you were before, you know, when you were in, in the scrimmage, you, you hopefully you're not making the same mistakes. Right. So, I mean, you don't just like, you know, hope, hopefully a lot of you have been watching the NFL preseason just to get football back. It's the same thing here. You know, you're, you're going to be able to tell a little bit about your team, you know, intensity and focus, uh, aggression, which we get to see, but, Going toe-to-toe, it's not going to tell the whole story, but I think it gives you enough to feel... I think you should feel good about the way things went. Uh, was it perfect? No. Obviously, it wasn't perfect. But I don't think anyone ever expects it to be. The coaches don't expect it to be. That's the whole point. They're trying to see what does and doesn't work. And I, I thought, overall, it went it went pretty pretty well. So I, I, and I think that was reflected by both the players and coaches post-game. 
and I, you know, I think there were a lot of good things that come from it and a lot of things to, to work on. And obviously they didn't game plan for Coatesville. They were already starting to put right. in their game plan for Central Dolphin, which in case you didn't know are different offenses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, just remember the guy very that different. was running the Coatesville offense for the last four years is former Wilson coach, Jim Cantafio. You know, he's using air raid, you know, full spread, tons of wide receivers, uh, Central Dolphin, that's not the name of their game. So wildly different offensive to prepare for. Um, but speaking of Central Dolphin, maybe we should talk about Wilson's week one opponent yeah. here to close out tonight's show. So Wilson was supposed to play Central Dolphin last year. Obviously, that went by the wayside when the season was delayed. And by the time we got to start, well, we lost most of the non-league games. Wilson was able to play the Mifflin game, but uh, went right into LL Section 1 play yeah, after we, that. And, like, I know it, it's all relative, but like we were lucky you know, with that because of neighboring school districts and all those right. things that you know, we didn't have to. We were able to work that out and still get that game in. So the Rams are coached by Glenn McNamee. He's been there for a long time. The Rams were undefeated in the regular season. The um, are they Commonwealth, Midpen Commonwealth, I think. I think is Commonwealth right? is the, the big one. Midpen yeah. Commonwealth, they won that division last year or conference, whatever you want to call it. They were five and zero. They made the district playoffs. A lot of people thought that they were destined to repeat as district champions because remember, after losing to Wilson early in 2019. Central Dolphin hit their stride and went all the way to the state championship game. Yeah. Um, lose, they lost in the state final, but they won District 3. And a lot of people thought that last year they could you know, have a similar path, but they ran into Central York in the playoffs. And Central York was able to uh, unleash a, a big offensive and special team. Yeah, you want to talk about, you wanna talk about like, spreading, the ball out, spreading the ball around? Uh, that was the name of the game at Central York. And uh, they were able to get it done against them in the playoffs. But Central Dolphin... Turned a lot of heads. Yeah, it, it turned a lot of heads for sure. Central Dolphin had a very good team last year. We didn't get to see them. Uh, but one of the biggest things they have coming back for them is their now senior quarterback, Max Mosey. He was a sophomore starter against the Bulldogs two years ago at Gursky. So he's back for his third full season as the starter for the Rams. And did he start some as a freshman? I don't think so. I, I, don't, I know I've I don't heard know. a few people talk it, about it. It's also it, but hard because we play them so early in the year that we don't necessarily always see what, what's happening there right. later in the year. So I don't I don't think so. We would have been at Central Dolphin that year, and no, I don't remember I, them talking about a freshman quarterback. I, I know he didn't start – at least to start it, but I remember when we were talking before the game with you know um, with Eric before that game when he was a sophomore and him kind of telling us like you know he was right he he's got a chance to be pretty good um, and that was spot on. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't remember. Um, no, it was Hoffman. Okay, Noah okay. Hoffman was their guy. Um, back in 2018, right? Uh, Mosey was on the team as a freshman, right? Uh, but, but he only attempted 15 passes, right? So he wasn't. He so wasn't. He, he was not. The, he was not the guy uh, back then. But he did take over next year. 
Um, lost at Wilson, then the team got super hot, like we just mentioned. Didn't get to play them last year, but here they are this year. Getting to come to Gursky, so lucked out that we didn't have to go to Harrisburg last year. Um, but outside of Mosey... Driving, at- driving to Harrisburg on a Friday <laughs> e- evening is, is always a joy. Yeah, outside of Mosey at quarterback, um, they only have they don't even have a full handful of starters back on either side of the ball. Three to four guys on either side, so they lost a lot of... Uh, senior players to graduation. So they're very inexperienced. Um, and the tail of the tape is top running back gone, top receiver gone, top interior office linemen are gone, and their big-name defender has also left. So they, they have a lot of gaps to fill, but a lot of teams feel this pressure, and Wilson is no you know, stranger to having to replace a bunch of starters. I'm Yeah, and while they may have a bunch they need to, to replace – I am certain that they have people in the pipeline there that are going to fill into those roles. Like we know they're going to have like just like a bowling ball for a fullback slash linebacker. You know, like we, we know they're going to have one, two fifteen. Right. Right. You know, like that would be Tyrell English. Right. So we know they're going to have guys to fill into these roles and that are going to be big and strong and physical. Cause that's how central Dolphins going to play. We, we talk about this every year. Like, you know what's going to happen. They're going to make you drive the length of, of the field. They're going to make you drive They're gonna make it, 10, yeah. You're gonna have 15 to earn plays it. to try and get down the field. They're not going to give you an 80-yard chunk. And they're also going to make you defend them. Like they're, they're not afraid to have a 10, 12-play drive against you, you know, yeah. just chipping away. You better and be. then when, you, when they reel you in, they're going to run play action and – toss it down the middle yeah. to like a tight end or somebody yep. streaking down the Which middle. Which we've seen hurt us in the past. Yes. So you have to be big, strong, and properly conditioned to take on Central yeah. Dolphins. Which so. is why, why you referenced that game two years ago in the fourth quarter yep. when we got the ball. I think it might have been a goal line stand, and we got the ball like inside our own five or something like that. Or maybe it was a good punt. I, I don't know. But I don't remember. we ended up having like an eight minute drive, drive the length of the like, field almost nine minutes to right. essentially it, it was, seal the game. It was insane. Like I against, offensive line was our bulldog out against, of the against game. the team that and again a lot changes from week one, but against the team that went to the state final. Right. You know, like yeah. so like that's the style you're you're gonna be in for against Central Dolphin and you need to you mentioned they didn't make a lot of like penalty mistakes. Those are things that can't happen against central dolphin. Cause right. They th- Wilson that, was that, good against Coachville right. in the scrimmage. You, if you're getting, if you're getting, you know, four or five yards, a, a 10 yard penalty is going to kill you, you know? So, so um, in the backfield, Max Mosey is back at quarterback. And I mentioned Tyrell English is the guy set to take over for Timmy Smith at the running back position. Uh, Blaze Heschler is gone on the offensive line, but Kyle Yeager and Ben Stewart return. Those guys are only 6'3, 290 and 6'2, 280. You know, so pretty tiny, tiny guys on the <laughs> offensive line, you know, like Central Dolphin always has. Um, English is going to play linebacker as well. You know, they like to have the running back linebackers. Yep. Uh, Miles Wallace, Darian Thomas, and Zion Allen are also back on the defensive side of the ball. And they do have one of the best specialists in the state in Aaron Stauffer. He does the kicking and the punting for them. Uh, so those are some of the guys coming back and names to watch. And a few others that uh, Coach McNamee told uh, PA Football News to watch out for are Randy Rudy, a senior wide receiver and defensive back, defensive, defensive back Mason Carmichael, 
and a couple of linebackers that they're trying to figure out who's going to be that stud in the middle middle of the defense that they have seemingly every year. Every like year. Like you already mentioned. Flying around. Um, so look out for David Chase and Sam Sowers, both juniors or sophomore Xander Toland uh, could be the guy to step up there. So a few new names for the Central Dolphin, well, but we and, know what to expect. And that should stick out that a sophomore is getting his name thrown around there because like like at Wilson, when you see you know a young guy getting into those – uh, like linebacker spots, you know, and that kind of stick, sticks out sometimes yeah. if, if it happens. Um, that, that sticks out when it happens at uh, Central Dolphin as well. Now, besides the question mark of not having a ton of returning experience on the team, Central Dolphin also doesn't have the numbers that Wilson has. Wilson's trotting out about 80 guys or so on the roster this year. Uh, Central Dolphin's flirting with 60. So for a 6A team, 60 is not – not overwhelming, so it's uh you know there's when it could attrition be, comes into when to it could play, still be well into the like mid to high eighties right. come game time on Friday. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what Central Dolphin has, but you know they're a, a lot like Wilson. They're always a program that you know they don't have to rebuild; they just reload. Right, we know they're going to have the guys. We know they're going to have big, strong guys. You that cannot are there. underestimate them in no. any capacity. Like that would just be foolish. No, there's no, there's no like we're going to ease into the schedule here. You, right, you scrimmaged Coatesville. You're going to get a different style, but you better be ready to go on on Friday night because Central Dolphins going to be there and they're going to be ready. Yeah, they're going to be ready to rock and roll. They scrimmaged North Penn this past week. I did not get a report on how that went for them. Uh, hopefully. Uh, everyone's interesting to like central dolphin and Wilson to perennial powers in, in the large divisions of, of district three, um, going against two of the, the powerhouses of district one, of district uh, one. Yeah. So yeah, well, we're here, Justin, we're believe here. it. When we do this show next time, a regular season game will have been played. And school will have started. And school will have started, yes. So a lot of big things coming this week. So big Wilson week. will host Central Dolphin to kick off the 2021 Pennsylvania high school football season. Again, 7 o'clock kickoff at Gursky this Friday. And it should be a good one. Yeah. This is this is the type of non-league schedule Wilson's been playing for Close to a decade and now. I feel like I feel like we've asked we've asked Coach Thomas about this in the past, about this type of schedule. And he talks about like this is what you do. You you figure out who you are, you, your your weak your weaknesses or the areas that you need to work on, the areas where you can improve, uh get pointed out to you with with a non league schedule like this. And it, it the goal is that you make it through, you know, and obviously you want to be successful. Right. But you make it through with as much success as you can and you use it to get better at, for the season as it progresses. Because, again, we, we want to have a strong start, but we want to be wet, better in week 10 than we are in week one no matter what, you right. know. So um, let's let's get it rolling. The Central Dolphin has historically been one of the – Tougher teams against Wilson. Yeah. It's one of the few teams the Bulldogs have a losing record against. One of your favorite opponents. <laughs> Wilson lost four in a row to Central Dolphin from 2015 through 2018. And then, like we mentioned already, Wilson was able to beat them in the season opener in 2019. A hard-fought, hard-earned victory for the Bulldogs. Um, took, took a year off because of COVID, but we're back here again. And like you 
heard a couple weeks ago during my Coach Dom's interview, the expectation is that Central Dolphin will also appear on the next two-year schedule, uh, which should be finalized you know, in the next few months as the LL League is merging with the Burks League. Those league games are already like, set. Kind of cycle back. I think uh, Andrego, he had an article about like the 50th year of – what would have been the IC? Well, oh, what the, is the, the IC? Yeah, or they the still various call versions, it the right. IC, even Burke's Football League. Right, but right. yeah, the Intercounty League. So it's the fiftieth year, but it's going to be different next year. Yeah, it's going to be. Well, <laughs> sorry, it's the fiftieth LL League. I oh, think it's the fiftieth okay. year of the LL. Okay, league. sorry. Yeah, because I think the IC older than that. Yeah, I think it is. I, I think, think it is. Yeah, yeah, I think it dates back um, longer than that. But so. yeah, it's the fiftieth year of the LL, and it's going to look different because of the the Burks merger. But I I think Central That's Dolphin will likely be if I mean on the non league slate and probably game one unless something comes up. Um, that's not signed yet. That's not sealed, but. I would say it's very likely to right, see Central yeah. Dolphin back on the schedule for another two-year two-year period. Anything else to add about the scrimmage or Central Dolphin? No, just, you know, hopefully we can, uh, you know, focus this week. I know school starts and that can there can be a change to schedules and things like that, but uh, make sure you're focusing on the things you need to focus on this week. You know, hope the players uh, stay healthy. We hope everyone listening is, is safe and healthy as well. And hopefully we can see a bunch of you at Gursky Friday night for the start of the 2021 Wilson football season. So for Justin Raffoff, I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Until next time, go, go Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Bulldog Hour. Want more Wilson football? Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Or visit www.bulldoghour.com. The Bulldog Hour is a feature program on jmnjrradio.com.